0: Hi there! Welcome to the morning lesson. I'm Miss Laura, a Waldorf teacher online, and I'm happy to have this podcast where I put all of my stories from my classes that I, I teach as uh, supplementals online. If you have a third grade student and you are interested in joining our little class, uh, please just reach out for more information. I also know of other grades and other teachers. If you are interested in in that as well, we've been following the story of Abraham and Sarah, and today's story is the is the last of our stories for uh, Abraham and uh, and the first, really, of a new story set of Isaac. But after this story, Uh, I'm going to I'm going to pause our stories from the Hebrew uh, the Hebrew people and we're going to change story Gears we're going to change story contents. So this will kind of wrap up this first part of the stories of the Torah the stories of the Jewish people and We'll come back to them uh, we'll come back to them in a few other blocks but ne- the next stories will be a new study and a new block so I hope you enjoy enjoy these stories I I certainly think they are um, compelling stories and uh, perfect for all all peoples especially in the modern world since so much of what we do in the modern world goes back to these stories over and over and over again. So so thanks for tuning in. And uh, without further ado, the continuation of our story of Abraham. Now that Isaac was married to Rebekah, Abraham himself took a new wife. His new wife was Keteria. And she had six sons. Those sons, they grew and grew and they had children of their own. And if you'd like to know those names of those children, they can be found in the Torah. Abraham was nearing the end of his life. And he began to fear that his new sons would turn on Isaac and take his inheritance. So before he passed away he sent his sons away to live in the east in in the lands that are there they built themselves cities and they too were blessed before he passed away he gave them all gifts for their journey and to isaac he gave everything he owned abraham died in his 175th year. Isaac and Ishmael, brothers, buried their father in the cave in the field in Hebron. Abraham and Sarah together in their burial cave, beloved by their sons and grandsons, by their daughters and granddaughters. Ishmael's 12 sons attended and mourned their grandfather's passing. Ishmael lived until he was 137 and he too passed away. His people buried him in his own lands near Egypt. Isaac had married Rebecca when he was 40 years old and Rebecca, like Sarah, went a long time without having a child. Isaac turned to God and he prayed for a son. He asked God, how will I be the leader of a great people when I have no sons of my own? God heard Isaac's prayer and soon Rebecca was pregnant. Now, Her pregnancy was not an easy one. She she grew impossibly large. And within her, she always had a feeling of a great battle being waged within her. She turned her heart to God and asked, what was the meaning of this child who was so unsettled and so large within her? God spoke to her, but she told no one what God told her. She kept the secret words of God to herself. God said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two kingdoms will separate from your innards. And one kingdom will become mightier than the other kingdom, and the elder will serve the younger when it was time to give birth it was just as God had said two boys were born the son the first son was named Esau he was hairy and big a big baby when he was born his younger brother not yet born held on to his ankle as if trying to pull him back in but then soon the younger brother jacob was born two sons twins but they were not the kind of twins that look alike no the two brothers were nothing alike esau was a big hairy fellow and jacob was smaller and thin with fine movements and a clever mind. Esau loved to be with the animals and to go hunting. And Jacob was a man of the tents. He stayed near his mother and looked over all of his father's business. Esau was an impatient fellow. Now one time he came in from hunting and he was so hungry. Jacob had a fire going and a stew cooking, a savory stew. And the smell of the stew made Esau's mouth water and his stomach began to growl. Give me a bowl of that soup. It smells delicious and I am starving. Jacob often played little tricks on Esau. And before he gave his brother a bowl, He said, first give me your birthright, and then I will give you some soup. Now, a birthright was the thing that Esau was going to inherit inherit everything from his father. In those days, the first son always inherited everything. Jacob knew that even though he came right after Esau, It would be Esau who would inherit it all. So Jacob asked, First, give me your birthright, and then I will give you some soup. Esau did not think much about the future. He did not think about his father passing away, and he didn't think about the wealth that he might one day have. And he said, Yes, I will give you my birthright. Who cares about a birthright when I am hungry now? Give me the soup. And just like that, Jacob, not Esau, became Isaac's heir. When we come back to these stories, we will follow what happens next with Jacob and Esau. You might be tempted to read ahead. And of course, that's perfectly all right. Or, you can continue and follow along with me with our next stories that will start this week. Extensions you can take from this uh, this story set are so multiple and they include um, the introduction of money in the in the story about Sarah passing away, we we get introduced to the idea that you might buy land or a cave as a, a funeral place, as a, as a burial place. And uh, you can explore what a shekel means and wo- its relationship to wait. Um, you can do some fun things like that with it. Uh, also with this uh, story arc, you know, we have this, this uh, introduction of an idea of a cave and I love taking the moment and doing a main lesson book page of a cave or a uh, painting even of a cave and just thinking about how caves were one of the very first primitive shelters of peoples. And in the third grade we were doing shelter studies, studying about shelters and making shelters of ourselves. So here's if you have any caves that are nearby you you could explore some underground terrain what does that mean and uh, build some tents and just think about some of these different kinds of shelters we're going to be moving more into some shelter building and some native american tales coming up and until that until next time thanks for tuning in bye